Hello and welcome back to Energy Scan Podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil markets. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hello Olivier. After a summer break, we are back with our post podcast today. I believe there was a much anticipated event last week, the Jackson Hole Symposium, which brought together the leading central bankers. Hello, Natalie, that's right. And uh, let's state uh, straight away this seminar did not have the impact on the markets that it might have had in the past. Really? And why is that? Because the situation is complicated for central bankers and for the markets, there is uh, no room for very clear-cut analysis. Mm, okay. Can you explain it to us then? Sure. Core uh, inflationary pressures are dissipating very slowly, especially because the labor markets are very tight, as we saw again last week with the, the fall in U.S. jobless claims to uh, 230,000. However, uh, the signs of an economic slowdown are also clear on the sharp fall in August's PMIs attests uh, to this. The deterioration in the business climate in Europe is obvious. The composite PMI for the Eurozone fell to 47 and that for the UK to 47.9, 50 being the limit between expansion and uh, contraction in activity. The German uh, IFO and the French INSEE surveys are sending out the same signals. The Eurozone credit statistics also published this morning. Even in the US, where consumer spending is holding up, leaving uh, GDP on a strong growth path in Q3, according to the uh, Atlanta Fed estimates, uh, nearly a plus 6% for uh, US GDP in Q3, the composite PMI is down at 50.4, which foreshadows a major slowdown. So, what was the Fed chairman's message? Torn between these two opposing forces, he delivered a measured speech showing that a rate hike was still possible, but that the Fed would exercise caution. The equity markets only retain the second part of the speech, of course, as usual. The rate markets are expecting a pause in September, but are now giving a 65% uh, probability of a hike in November. Logically, the short end of the yield curve is rising, while the long end is taking on board the fact that if rates remain high for long, growth would be at uh, all the, the so slower. And what about the ECB? Is the rise over? Curiously, given the worsening economic situation in the Eurozone, the markets see a higher risk of a rate hike as early as September. They give a probability of 40%. And this is due probably to the still very hawkish and uh, let's face it, hard to understand state uh, stance of uh, some ECB members. I have the feeling that in China, the issues are very different. Yes, uh, in China, there is no inflation problem, but there are fears of deflation. What is the market's assessment of the Chinese authorities' response to this worrying economic situation? 
they want more. Last week, for example, began with a disappointment as the Chinese central bank cut its lending rates little or not at all, depending on the maturity, whereas it had cut bank refinancing rates. This decision has tended to reinforce concerns about the health of the banking system and above all will have virtually no impact on credit distribution. Right then. What's in store for us this week? Uh, inflation figures in the Eurozone are eagerly awaited ahead of the next ECB meeting, but in the wake of Jackson Hole, US data should continue to dominate market attention this week, which will end with the publication of the August uh, job report. Earlier, uh, that is to say on Tuesday, there will have been two interesting reports, the Conference Board Household Survey on the JOLTS uh, job openings. And on Thursday, the job cuts as well as household spending still in the US. Okay, Olivier, let's move on to oil. Prices were slightly down last week. Yes, uh, the Brent first nearby price was down uh, 0.3 dollar per barrel to 84.5 dollar per barrel, and this is uh, partly due to uh, China. So far, Chinese demand for raw materials has held up much better than suggested by the moderate recovery in demand following the end of the COVID restrictions. But this disconnect, which is explained by the rebuilding of stocks uh, on the recovery in refined product exports, cannot last indefinitely. You said partly, which means it wasn't the only reason. No, indeed. Uh, secondly, estimates of uh, Iranian exports uh, showed a sharp acceleration to 2.2 million barrels per day at the start of August, while uh, rumors were circulating that negotiations between Venezuela and the US were resuming with a view of uh, reducing sanctions. Finally, contradictory information has been circulating about the impact of Russian oil prices breaching the $60 per barrel price gap. As if compliance with this rule has uh, suddenly become much less uh, stringent. So all in all, uh, this suggests that in the face of uh, voluntary production cuts by Saudi Arabia and Russia, Western countries are seeking to increase supply. I'll note also that the, uh, there has been a sudden, sudden rebound in the US crude production to 12.8 million barrels per day after uh, this uh, output remained remarkably stable at around 12.2 million barrels per day since the start of the year. Anything to add? Yes, uh, bad news in the end for central banks and consumers because oil product prices have risen sharply. Uh, refineries are approaching the maintenance period at a time when they uh, were operating at full capacity before certain disruptions occurred. Uh, for example, there has been a fire in the third, uh, third uh, largest US uh, refinery. And uh, also demand is, uh, for product is uh, strong and stocks are extremely low. Thank you, Olivier. See you soon. Thank you, Nathalie. Thank you, Olivier and Nathalie, for these clear insights. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.